Hello, everyone, and welcome to It's Personal, the financial podcast dedicated to educating and empowering you, the listener, to make more informed decisions on your journey to grow your money and improve your overall financial well-being. I'm Trina, your host, and today I'm sharing with you seven of my favorite tips that can help you achieve your financial goals. And so I kick it off with number seven, opening an internet bank account. Internet banks are offering anywhere from 1% to 1.5% interest rate at the end of each month. Unlike those brick and mortar bank accounts out there, they're only offering 0.001, if you're lucky, at the end of each month. And so the four or 400 or $4,000 that you have in your bank account, you're lucky to clear a penny at the end of each of those months. So just do a little research and take the opportunity to find an internet bank that works for you. Many of them can be opened with as little as zero to $50 to get started. All right, moving on to number six, cut the cord. That is get rid of your cable. There are so many streaming apps and opportunities out there from Hulu to Amazon Fire to Netflix. They charge reasonable monthly fees for so many more options than what cable is offering these days. And so that's my tip number six. Tip number five, pay off your credit cards every month. Paying off the balance at the end of every month prevents any additional taxes, or should I say interest added at the end of each month of your balance. If you have a $200 balance left at the end of the month, the credit card company is going to charge you an additional fee in order for them to carry over that amount because you didn't pay it all off. And so if you did that, just taking one year, that $500 or even $50, I don't know, restaurant bill that you have can turn into $75, $95, and on and on and on when you don't pay off the balance at the end of each month. So that's my tip number five, pay off your credit card balance in full. Don't buy more than what you can pay off at the end of the month. Don't mean to be preachy, not my goal, just a recommendation. All right, moving on to number four, max your Roth IRA, your TSP or your 401k. So each year the IRS puts out this max amount of money that you can put into each of those accounts. I strongly recommend that you do whatever you can to max out each of these. Now, I'm going to be more specific. If you've got a 401k that offers a match, max up to the match, right? So if they say, hey, we're going to give you 50 cents for every $1 that you put in for up to X amount of dollars, do that. Do that first. Follow that up with your Roth IRA. Roth IRAs offer you the opportunity of up to $6,000 a year if you're under the age of 50, $7,000 a year if you're 50 or older. This is with after-tax money. Why is that so important? When you get your balance for your Roth IRA, you know, hey, it says $500,000, $500,000. That's how much money you are going to get. With a 401k or even a TSP, for those of you all that are with the government, you look at your account and it says 500, 
5,000, 50,000. But when you take out 500, you don't get 500. Why? Because you're paying that with before tax money. And so when you take that $500 out, you're going to have to pay taxes on that. So you're actually going to have to take out, I don't know, maybe $525 to actually get the $500 that you're trying to get because the money is used, hasn't been taxed. So again, I go back to maxing your 401k if there is a match up to the match, followed by the Roth IRA. All right, that was my tip number four. Moving on to tip number three. This tip is for those of you all that are homeowners or will be future homeowners. I recommend instead of making your payment every month, like it says, right, on the coupon, and make your payments in two payments over the course of that month. So if your payment is, and I know so many of us wish, were $1,000 a month, you pay $500, right, within the first two weeks, and then you pay $500 by the time you get to the actual date that your payment is due, you've now paid off that $1,000. And when you do that, you end up finding yourself making 13 total payments in the year instead of 12 total payments in the year. So you're thinking, how is that? Okay, well, there are 12 months in the year. So if you make that one payment each time, you're only going to make a total of 12 payments. But when you're making two payments, there are 52 weeks in the year. And so you're making 26 payments towards your home. And 26 divided by two folks is 13. And so now you've paid 13 months at the end of every year. You can be paying off your home in in as much as six or seven years in advance, saving yourself tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands in taxes, depending on how much you paid for your home. So again, my tip number three, making your home payments every two weeks instead of paying it off in one lump sum at the end of each month. That brings me to item number two, bring your meals to work. Oh my goodness, the amount of money that you can save over time. I work very hard to bring my lunch every day. Okay, we know that can be really hard, right? So if you can, maybe on Saturday or Sunday, when you buy all of your groceries, you could probably make yourself all of your meals during the week or even try, you know, two or three. So that way you're not coming home like I am sometimes and you're too tired to make your lunch the night before. And so the next day when you find yourself running low on time, the first thing you sacrifice is making that meal. So I say again, take your meals, generally lunch, to work every day. Because the money that you're saving, instead of spending it in those sandwich shops or the cafes or wherever else that you're buying your lunch, that's money that you can be putting in your pocket, I don't know, in that internet bank that's making, I don't know, 1% better interest rate at the end of every month. So I strongly recommend bringing your lunch because the hundreds and even thousands of dollars that you could be saving every year will really pay off. Now, my number one recommendation is getting a side hustle. I know why I find so funny. People talk about a side hustle today. Like, oh my God, this is a new thing. People, I've had a side hustle since I was a teenager. And just so you know, I was a teenager a good number of years ago. And having a side hustle was just a natural thing. 
A side hustle can be something like getting a roommate. I know many of you out there feel like, oh my God, a roommate. I am too old for that. Well, I'm here to tell you, you're not. Okay. If you have a spare room and a home and an apartment, or if you have an additional, you know, one bedroom, one bathroom, or you're getting ready to move, find a roommate. You can charge them half. You can charge them, I don't know, a quarter. If you feel like, ah, you know, half is too much or whatever the case may be. But that is a side hustle. Airbnb, right? Renting out a room for, you know, short terms. If you're living in a great place that people are willing to pay, get online, do some research. That is a side hustle. Get out there, mow some lawns on the weekend, right? Get out there and be a babysitter. Do a carpool. We all know about Uber and Lyft. Do a, be a delivery guy or gal. Work in a hotel on the weekends. Do the valet park. Folks, there are all kinds of opportunities out there, but I strongly recommend it is not necessarily my most favorite, but definitely among my favorites is getting a roommate, or I really should say it's getting a side hustle. So there we have it. Seven of my favorite. Number seven, opening an internet bank account. Folks, again, takes 10, 15, 20 minutes, absolutely max to do so. Number six, cutting the cord. Get rid of cable. Do you see these bills? You're talking a couple of hundred dollars a month and you might be watching maybe a half a dozen, if that many channels. And then when you are, you're probably using DVR more than anything. So subscribe. Hulu, they have streaming services now that you can skip the commercials. Look into it. Save yourself some money there. Number five, pay off your credit card bills in full at the end of each month. Try not to spend more than what you can afford. I mean, it's an interest-free loan for up to however many days that your credit card offers, 25, 26, as many as 30. But you got to pay it off in order to actually make any money off of that. Number four, max your 401k. Max. And that's 401ks with a match, people. Remember, 401k with a match. Otherwise, Max your Roth IRA. Number three, homeowners. You own a home, looking to buy a home, consider making those payments, two payments per month, instead of that one lump payment at the end of each month. Again, you're looking to save thousands, if not tens of thousands, at the end of the life of your loan. Could be upward of a hundred thousand, depending on how big your loan is and how long you own your home. Number two, bring your meals to work. Of course, that's generally your lunch. But again, the amount of money that you could be saving, take that money, put it into your bank account that's on the internet and earn interest on that money. And then each quarter or maybe, you know, half a year splurge, go out there and have yourself a really nice dinner or a supersized lunch, maybe take out a friend. But nevertheless, try and minimize the number of meals that you are eating out on the street. And then lastly, get a side hustle. Again, my favorite side hustle, though, is getting a roommate, especially for those of you all who may live in a commuter city, a bigger city where you've got folks that are only in the city for a few days each week and they're looking for a place to stay while they work and then go back home to you know where their families are. Another group of people you can consider are 
law students or college students, especially older ones. Again, just some examples, babysitting, carpooling, you know, grab one of your family members who may be a little down on their luck, but can help you out. You know, you have a couple of kids and daycare is really squeezing you. Bring one of them on. If they live nearby, pay them a few extra bucks, you know, get them CPR certified and tell them you'll pay them a few extra bucks. But again, maybe that's something even you can do. Learn CPR. Maybe you can be a lifeguard on the weekends at your local pool or YMCA. But again, my number one tip is getting that side hustle. All right, folks, that brings me to the end of this week's show. I hope you all were able to find at least one, if not two, or even three, if not all seven of these tips helpful. And I know some of you all may be already doing some of them, and that's great too. Each one, teach one. All right. So thank you very much. And I look forward to catching you all on my next show. Because let's face it, we're all in the same financial storm. It's just that some of us are getting by on a rowboat while others are rolling out on a yacht. But nevertheless, it has been great. Thank you. And I look forward to catching you all on my next show. Out of here.